Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Mark chapter 9 from the Jesus Bible and every edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God has come with power. The Transfiguration. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up on a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. And they were coming down the mountain. Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept the matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, Why do the teacher of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure Elijah does come first and restores all things. Why then it is written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected. But I tell you, Elijah has come, and they have done to him everything they wish, just as it is written about him. Jesus heals a boy possessed by an impure spirit. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them, and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about? he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground, he foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long should I stay with you? How long should I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It's often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, This kind can come out only by prayer. Jesus predicts his death a second time. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they do not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet, because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. 
He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arm, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. Whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Whoever is not against us is for us. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop, because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name, because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose their reward. Causing to stumble. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it will be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It's better for you to enter the life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die, and the fire it is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other. This is the end of Mark chapter 9. So again, here we see Jesus teaching the disciples, takes them up to the mountain, a select few, and that's where the transfiguration happens. And he told Peter, James, and John not to talk to anyone once they left the mountain and descended. Jesus also heals a boy possessed by an impure spirit where disciples are unable to cast the demon out. Jesus replied, the reason you couldn't do it is because this only goes out by prayer. Jesus also predicts his death a second time. And then Jesus tells the disciples it's okay for others uh, to cast demons in his name and that they shouldn't stop them because whoever's not against them is for them. And then he talks about, warns them the danger of causing one of the little ones to stumble, one of the young Christians to stumble. Um, so now let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your wisdom, for your words, for this encouragement, for teaching us your word, the meaning of the parables, that we can understand your purpose for us on this earth and what, how we to act, react, and conduct our lives. So, Father, thank you again for your protection, for your love. We need you. We honor you. Come to us, Lord. In Jesus we pray. Amen. This concludes the reading interpretation of Mark chapter 9. We hope that you would join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.